we look again here in Jeremiah 6, just read this verse one more time. It says, Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where the good way is and walk therein and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Verso 16 dijo, Así dijo Jehová, Paraos en los caminos y mirad y preguntad por las sendas antiguas cuál sea el buen camino y andad por él. Y hallaréis descanso para vuestras almas, más dijeron, no andaremos. Necesitamos que la palabra de Dios venga y, y uh, purgue nuestras vidas, nos limpie. Y la Biblia no es como cualquier otro libro, no es solo un libro. In school, every morning with the upper grade class, we had read uh, several chapters of Proverbs more than one time. En nuestras devociones por la mañana en la escuela, con la clase de los mayores hemos leído varios capítulos de Proverbios más de una vez. And uh, when we were reading one of those chapters, probably about the third time, one of the students said, "Hey, we already read this chapter." Cuando leemos esos capítulos más de una vez, uh, un estudiante dice, "Pero ya hemos leído ese capítulo." We need to read something else now. <laughs> uh, leamos algo más, dice. And, and uh, oftentimes we get that attitude about God's words. Y a veces así tenemos esa actitud con la palabra de Dios. We we have it in our heart. We we've, we've heard it before, and we think, well, that's enough. I know that already. La tenemos en nuestro corazón. Lo hemos oído antes, y creemos que eso es suficiente. Ya ya hemos oído esto. Antes. I mean, imagine if we had photographic memories, and every one of these scriptures and verses, and even the cross references, were burned in our minds, and we could never forget it again. Imaginemos que tuviéramos quizás una mente fotográfica de que cada uno de estos pasajes, estas escrituras, hasta, hasta las referencias quedan imprimidas en nuestra mente ya. How many would love to have an experience like that? Huh? ¿A cuánto le gustaría una experiencia así? <laughs> Where everything in the Word of God, from Genesis to the maps, is burned into our minds and we can never forget it. En que todo donde el Génesis hasta los mapas ya está imprimido en nuestra mente y que nunca lo puedes olvidar. And we become a walking concordance. Puedes llamarte una concordancia andando. We can quote any verse any time. Puedes citar cualquier verso en cualquier momento. If that would happen, would there still be a need for us to read the Bible? Y si eso pasara, todavía habría necesidad para leer la Biblia? You answer that for me. Is it, would there still be a need to read God's word? Habría necesidad aún de leer la Biblia? Sure would. Sí. Because it's not a matter of us simply memorizing it and getting to know it so well we don't need to know it anymore it's something that comes fresh every day no es cosa de memorizarlo algo de que lo sabemos y que que ya lo sabemos y sino de que es algo fresco cada día que tiene que venir doesn't matter how many times you may have heard one verse or the other what's important is hearing god speak it to us no importa cuántas veces has escuchado un verso u otro lo que importa es oír a dios hablarlo to know it's what god is saying a saber lo que dios está diciendo and when we put this book on a shelf cuando ponemos este libro lo guardamos we, we've had enough christianity behind us we've you know we've got our degree and and going to Church, you know. Tenemos suficiente cristianismo ya en nosotros. We have our degrees. Ya tenemos nuestro nuestro graduado. We've heard all the teachings. We've read all the books. Ya hemos oído todas las enseñanzas, todos los libros. It's easy to say, well, let's put this up on the shelf and find something else to read. Es fácil decir, bueno, es tiempo de borrar este libro, encontrar algo más ahora. That's what the people were like in the days of Paul. Look with me in the book of Acts. Y así también eran 
en el tiempo de Pablo las personas, miren en el libro de Hechos. En Acts chapter 17 there were some people that all they did was come to hear some new thing. En Hechos 17 había un grupo de personas de que venían simplemente a oír algo nuevo siempre. En Acts chapter 17, Hechos 17, um, um, Paul has gone down Uh, and he's uh, seeing some ver these are these are heathens they're not Christians but they, these people would come together to hear philosophers and all kinds of things being spoken right and in verse 16 it says Paul was there at Athens and his spirit was stirred up inside of him because of the idolatry there y aquí en el, en el verso 17 en, en Atenas 16. Su, 16 su espíritu se, se, se what's the word there it's Spanish, in Spanish it's nice verso 16 dice que um, su espíritu se enardecía ajá viendo la, 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 ajá, la, la idolatría del pueblo His, uh, his spirit began to burn inside of him when he saw what was going on. And he began to, and there were philosophers, there were Jews there, and, and he began to speak, and, and whenever he spoke, people said, oh, hey, Paul's got something new to tell us. And in verse 21, it says, all, the only thing that the Athenians and the strangers that were there spent their time doing was to hear or tell some new thing. Dice que todo lo que esta gente los atenienses uh, pasaban su tiempo ahí era para decirse a decirse a des, oír decir o decir algo nuevo. So they were looking, oh Paul's got a new message for us. Oh we want to hear that. Así que ellos estaban buscando que en Pablo un nuevo mensaje, queremos oír eso. But that's not where the life is it life is. Pero no es donde está la vida. What Paul began to speak to them about is the old ways. And he began to tell them about the God they had they did not even know about. Y les a de ese Dios que aún no the old paths. Esa senda the old ways. El he says, You're ignorantly worshiping a God. Le dijo que a un Dios. But I want to tell you who you need to start worshiping. Yo les voy a decir a quién tienen que empezar a adorar. So there, there's, there's, and even uh, if we look in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4. Y aún también en el libro de Segunda de Timoteo capítulo 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Segunda de Timoteo capítulo 4. Paul warned Timothy. Pablo advierte um, a, a, a Timoteo. Paul began to say that, that in the last days. Pablo le dice que en los últimos días. People will have itchy ears que van a tener oídos que como son. Que van a querer simplemente oír algo que les va a hacer sentir bien. And that's, that really describes the days we're living in. If it describes the days of Timothy, it describes today even more. Si describe los días de Timoteo, describe hoy estos días aún más. If we read here in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2, Paul told Timothy, preach the word, Timothy. En, en capítulo 2, en capítulo Four, verse two. Capítulo 4, verso 2. 2 Timothy. Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Paul says, preach the word, Timothy. Be instant in season and out of season. Que, uh, <coughs> dice que insistes en tiempo y fuera de tiempo. Right. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Redarguye, reprende, exhorta con toda paciencia y doctrina. Verse 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. 
But after their own lust, they will heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall be they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Sino que teniendo comezón de oír, se amontonarán maestros conforme a sus propias consuficiencias. Amen. So this is something that's happening today. Y eso es lo que hoy está pasando también. I think with, with, and, and there's been times in past and perhaps in other countries situations that occur where people don't even have their own Bible. Just to get a Bible could cost them their life. Y ha habido tiempos aún en otras naciones en que muchas personas ni aún tienen su propia Biblia que aún tener su Biblia propia les puede costar su vida. But where we're at today, Pero a donde hoy estamos nosotros. How many have more than one Bible at your house? ¿Cuántos aquí tienen más de una Biblia en su casa? Right? We got Bibles everywhere. Tenemos Biblia quizás <laughs> por todos lados. We got Bibles that are probably helping hold the chair up. Quizás no, Biblias que nos ayudan quizás a sostener la silla. We got Bibles that are holding other books up in our closets. Quizás que están sosteniendo otros libros quizás en nuestro nuestro closet. And we've lost the value of it. Y hemos perdido el valor de la Biblia. And what God is speaking to my heart is that we need to come back to in this area we need to come back to the old paths. Y en esta área Dios habla en mi corazón de que tenemos que volver a esta senda. I think for 2001 it's the new millennium everything's new we need to come back to something that's very old. Y en en el 2001 el nuevo milenio todo es nuevo pero creo que en esta área tenemos que volver a lo que ya es muy antiguo and that's the word of God. y eso es la palabra de Dios it's both new and old. y que es tanto como uh, nueva y es bien antigua and because it's eternal. porque es eterna How many love your Bibles? ¿cuántos aman su Biblia? How many love these Bibles? ¿cuántos aman su do, Biblia? Do you love your Bible today? ¿amas tu Biblia hoy? Well, we want to we want to just get into the word a little bit this afternoon and and see if God can stir up a, a, a greater love and appreciation for His Word today. Queremos ver hoy en la Biblia y quizás tener un poco más de apreciación por ella hoy. And I have some transfer, uh, some I have some uh, papers I want to pass out. Y tengo quizás tengo unas páginas que quisiera uh, circular hoy. And uh, want to help this? And uh, just for your just to help you uh, to follow along with us and to see if uh, we can become some scribes today. Y a ver si hoy nos podemos quizás convertir en escribas hoy. We want to look into his word this afternoon. Queremos ver la, su palabra hoy. And see if God can stir up a desire just to get back in it, just to start reading it. I mean, nowadays you can buy every kind of Bible. Y ver si nos puede instar un deseo simplemente de leerla, como por ejemplo hoy puedes Hoy en día puedes comprar toda clase de Biblias. Y quizás algunos tenemos más de una traducción. Pero lo importante creo es estudiarla como es. A poder quizás adentrarnos en la palabra y apreciarla. Y before we continue, I want us to look at some promises. Before we get into the little papers here, let's look in Psalm 1. Y antes de continuar, quiero que veamos en el Salmo 1. In Psalm chapter one, in Psalm one, David says uh, that uh, blessed is the man. Salmo uno, David dice que bienaventurado es el hombre. And one of the blessings that this man has is that he meditates in God's word day and night. Una de las bendiciones que tiene este hombre es que medita en la palabra día y noche. Not just meditating on it religiously. No meditando en ella simplemente religiosamente. But delighting in the word of God. Sino deleitándose en la palabra de Dios. In verse two, his delight is in the law of the Lord. El verso dos dice que 
su delicia es en la palabra de Dios. In his law does he meditate day and night. Y en ella dice medita día y noche. And look at the promise that God gives us here. Mira la promesa que Dios nos da aquí. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. Y será como un árbol plantado junto a la corriente de aguas que da su fruto en su tiempo y su hoja no se cae y todo lo que hace prosperará. And I think every one of us here needs to prosper, don't we? Yo creo que todos aquí necesitamos prosperar, ¿no? Every one of us here is looking for a little bit more prosperity this year. Quizás todos estamos buscando un poco más de prosperidad este año, ¿no? Not only, uh, not only financially, but spiritually and physically, we're looking for something better this year. Quizás más que financieramente, también espiritualmente, uh, físicamente, queremos un poco más. And, and so often we'll look for that first and put our energy in that and we forget the basics of what God gives us the old path that we need to be on. Está cambiando no ponemos el énfasis en estas cosas y olvidamos que el lo que Dios el énfasis Dios lo hace en ese en ese senda antigua, ¿no? There's lots of paths you can take. Muchos caminos que podemos tomar. There's lots of ways that you can seek after. Muchas sendas que podemos buscar. The Bible says we better just stop where we are. Por eso la Biblia dice que hay que parar donde estás. Says stop. Dice para. Stop in the in the ways. Parados en los caminos. Stand, stand still, right? Stand still in, in the way. Parados en los caminos. Stop running around everywhere. Parados de correr por todos lados. Stand still. Parados. And ask. Y preguntar. For the old path. Por las sendas antiguas. And ask. Y preguntar. For the good way. Cuál sea el buen camino. And this is one of those good ways God wants us, at least us here today, to take. Y este uno eso de uno eso buen camino que o por lo menos hoy Dios quiere que tomemos. Every, what, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Todo lo que haga prosperará. Right. Um, look with me in Psalms 119. Miramos también en el Salmo 119. Psalms 119 is the biggest chapter in the Bible, and I think there's a reason for it. Salmo 119 que suele tiene ser el el capítulo más grande de la Biblia y hay una razón para ello. It's right in the center of the Bible. Eh, de viaje a mi, en la mitad de la Biblia. Right in the book that teaches us to worship God with all that we have and all that we are. En medio del libro de que nos enseña a adorar a Dios. And and it's the the longest psalm. Y es el salmo más largo. And it all has to do every verse of it has to do with God's word. Cada verso tiene que ver con la palabra de Dios. David knew how to worship God. David sabía adorar a Dios. David spent spent time and hours worshiping and singing to God. David pasaba horas y horas adorando a Dios. But he never forgot the other side, the other importance of God's word. Pero tampoco olvidó la otra importancia, lo, lo, la importancia también de la palabra de Dios. In Psalms 119, en el Salmo 119, in verse 25, el verso 25, David says, "My soul cleaves unto the dust. Quicken me, revive me according to Thy words." Dice herida herida hasta el polvo está mi alma. Vivifícame según Tu palabra. Right. Uh, in other places, he uses the same word. Give me revival through your word, Lord. Otros lugares, él dice, avívame según a través de tu palabra. In verse 50. In verse 50. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life. Your word has revived me. Dice, ella es mi consuelo y mi aflicción, porque tu dicho me ha vivificado. Hallelujah. If you want revival, si quieres avivamiento, lots of paths to go to find revival. Hay muchos caminos, quizás, donde ir para encontrar avivamiento. But here is the good path. 
Pero aquí está el buen camino. Revival according to God's word. Avivamiento según la palabra de Dios. Look in 107, verse 107. Y también miren el verso 107. David says, "I'm afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according to Thy words." Dice, afligido estoy en gran manera. Vivifícame, O Jehová, conforme a Tu palabra. Right. And again in Psalm 119, verse 154. Nuevamente en el Salmo 119 y el verso 154. David says, "Plead my cause and deliver me, quicken me according to thy words." David dice, de, "Defiende mi causa y re, um, redímeme, vivifícame según tu palabra." Psalm 119 is a beautiful worship song. Y, así el Salmo 119 es un salmo muy uh, muy muy bello de adoración. It's a song of worship. Un salmo de adoración. And David is worshiping the word. Y David está adorando la palabra. Remember, the word is not just a book. Y acuérdense que la palabra no es solamente un libro. Jesus is the word. Jesús es la palabra. He is the living word. Él es la palabra viva. David is worshiping the word. David está adorando la palabra. When you read God's word, that's worship also. Y cuando lees la palabra, eso es también adoración. When you do it with delight. Cuando lo haces con deleite. When you do it with desire. Lo haces con deseo. So that's what God has for us. That's what we want to get into. That's what we want Him to put in us. Eso es lo que Dios tiene para nosotros, lo que Él quiere para nosotros, lo que queremos recibir en nosotros. Where His Word would be fire in our soul. Donde su palabra sea fuego en nuestra alma. His Word would be our daily bread. Que nuestra, que su palabra sea nuestro pan diario. Remember when Satan came to tempt Jesus with bread? Recuerdan cuando Satanás vino a tentar a Jesús con pan. He told Jesus, turn these stones into bread and feed yourself. Él le dijo a Jesús que tornase esas piedras en pan y se alimentara a sí mismo. Jesus had no problem; he could have done that. Jesús quizás sin problema alguno pudo haber hecho eso. You and I may have some difficulty doing that. Quizás nosotros pudiéramos tener dificultad en hacer eso. I don't know if you've turned stones into bread recently, but I have never done it. Yo no sé si has convertido piedras en pan últimamente, pero nunca lo he hecho. But Jesus could have done that. Pero Jesús quizás pudo haberlo hecho. But he told the devil. Pero le dijo al diablo. He said, "Listen, it is written." Él dijo, "Escrito está." Man shall not live by bread alone. El hombre no vivirá de pan solamente. But by every word, sino de toda palabra, which proceeds from forth from the mouth of God. Procede de la boca de Dios. And it's interesting when Jesus returned the attack of Satan. Y es interesante cuando Jesús regresa ese ataque de Satanás. His, his expression was always, "It is written." Uh, su, su respuesta siempre es, "Está escrito." It is written. Escrito está. And, and it was in the, the power in those words. Y era bajo el poder de esas palabras. La autoridad. We need to get back to God's word. Tenemos que regresar a esa palabra. We need to get into it. We need to study it. Adentrarnos en ella, estudiarla. There needs to be a desire in us to want to know it. Que haya un deseo de conocerla. You know, in school, one of the biggest pro uh, in, our, in our school program, um, the children read on their own. En el programa de la escuela que tenemos los niños leen por sí mismos. Uh, they study on their own. Estudian por sí mismos. And they're at their desk and 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 they're not hearing a teacher tell them what the pace is all about. Uh, están quizás están en su lugar ellos no están realmente escuchando a un, a un maestro diciéndoles de la de la materia que están viendo. Which is a wonderful which is a wonderful way of learning. Que quizás es una manera también muy buena de, de aprender. I think it's the way God ordained it to be. Y quizás es la manera que Dios lo ordenó que fuera. But what is interesting sometimes is that if they, many times they'll read through that pace and they'll be hearing words or reading words rather that they've never seen before and they don't take the time to understand what it's all about. Y lo interesante es que a veces uh, le están estudiando a través de esos libros, ¿no? Y a veces quizás 
leen, ven palabras que antes no han conocido y no toman el tiempo para entenderlas. Or we were memorizing scripture in the morning. O cuando estábamos memorizando escrituras en la mañana. And there's lots of big words sometimes in the King James that we memorize, and some of the little kids are saying these big words and they're pronouncing them real weird, you know, and they have no idea what it's about. Y hay estas palabras quizás difíciles de la versión de Reina Valera, ¿no? De que no las entienden y están ellos uh, citando estas palabras, pero no saben realmente lo que significa. And maybe you and I understand the words now. Quizás nosotros entendemos esas palabras ahora. Maybe we understand the vocabulary. Quizás entendemos el vocabulario. But there's much of God's word that's not been written in our heart yet. Pero hay mucho quizás de la palabra de Dios que no ha sido escrito en nuestro corazón aún. There's things we may have heard before, may have gone over our heads, but there needs to be a real deep desire inside of us to want to know it. Y quizás cosas que hemos escuchado antes, pero ya de, de ver un deseo profundo nosotros un deseo de conocerla. Can you think back in a, a time in your life when boy you just couldn't wait to ask somebody what that scripture meant? Te puedes acordar de un tiempo en tu vida que quizás no esperabas la hora de preguntarle a alguien acerca de una escritura lo que significaba? Or you were reading something? O estás leyendo algo? And you go, wow. I, I got to find out what that means. And you'd pray about it. Or you talk and ask, call somebody up and say, "Hey, can you tell me what this means?" But now you know we've been Christians for so many years. If I called someone up on the phone and said, "Brother, can, can you tell me what this verse means?" I'd be so embarrassed. I've been saved for so many years. I don't want to ask anybody. I, I, I should know it by now. And I'm embarrassed to let people know I don't know it. No preguntarle a nadie. Para ahora debería saberlo. Va a ser va a ser vergonzoso preguntar algo así. Don't we get like that sometimes? Y no nos ponemos así a veces. Right? And I think a lot of us here have been saved for, for more than five years. And we've heard so much. And yet it really hasn't entered in. It's like these little uh, preschoolers memorizing big words in the Bible and have no idea what it is. God wants to revive us according to his word. He wants to put in our heart a hunger to know. And we want to get into it. We want to hear God speak to us. So I have a little, a seven point little teach and we want to go through it just as a way for us to appreciate God's word a little bit more. To appreciate, yeah. And uh, what I've done is I've gone through God's word and I've, I've found expressions that are given to God's word. That's the blank space that I have on your on your on the outline there. And you can fill that in with the word as we go through. Let's just pray again. God would open up our hearts today. Just, just for a moment. Just pray one more time. Say, God, we thank you today. Señor, te damos gracias hoy. We thank you for your word. Gracias por tu palabra. Lord, it'll never be out of date. Que nunca, Señor, va, se, se va a, a añejar. It's eternal. Sino que es eterna. And Lord, we ask for your word right now. Y, y pedimos, 
Pedimos por tu palabra ahora. Que tu palabra sea partida de nosotros como pan. Lord, I'm hungry for it. Señor, yo tengo hambre de ello. I want to return to the old paths of hungering for your word. Yo quiero recordar a esa regresar a esa antigua a esa senda antigua. Where we would rush to the house of God to hear the word. En que quizás no apuramos hacia tu casa, Señor, para oír de tu palabra. That you'd bring that revival back into our hearts and lives. Y que puedas traer ese avivamiento de vuelta a nuestros corazones y nuestras vidas, Señor. Especially for us as parents, Lord. Especialmente nosotros como padres. That as adults and parents we would be hungry, so hungry that our children would become hungry just looking at us. Que como adultos y padres debemos estar tan y tan hambrientos que aún nuestros hijos con solo ver, Señor, puedan también ellos tener esa hambre. Especially for us as parents, Lord. Especialmente como padres, Señor. That you would make us so desirous of studying your word that our children would become hungry and thirsty for. Que nos hagas tan deseosos de estudiar tu palabra que nuestros hijos Señor, a tener esa misma hambre. And not only for parents, but for all of us here, Lord, that our hunger would attract even other people. Y no solamente como padre, pero para todos aquí que estamos, que nuestra esa hambre vaya a atraer a otros también. The world is tired of seeing people that think they have all the answers. El mundo está cansado de ver personas de que piensan que tienen todas las respuestas. Lord, we want to be hungry for you because you are the answer. Y nosotros queremos tener hambre de ti, Señor, porque sabemos que eres la respuesta. And we pray, Lord, that that hunger would burn in us to such a degree there would be such a fire of hunger burning in us that would it would attract others around us. Y oramos de que esa hambre dentro de nosotros arda de tal manera de que aún va a traer a otros a Jesús, Señor. En el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Oramos nuestras Biblias en Hebreos capítulo 1. Hebreos en capítulo 1. En Hebreos capítulo 1, quizás el primer título que queremos dar a la palabra de Dios. En Hebreos capítulo 1, en verso 3, dice. Uh, it's it's interesting here what the Hebrew writer is saying. He's explaining how God has spoken in other times through prophets and so on. Just in general, God has spoken in time past. Como dice aquí que Dios ha hablado en tiempos pasados. And he's referring specifically to the Old Testament times. Hablando específicamente del Viejo Testamento. And and God has spoken to us. Y Dios nos ha hablado. But now in these last days, verse two. Pero ahora en el verso dos en estos últimos días. He's spoken to us by His Son. Dice que nos ha hablado por su hijo. His Son is the Word of God. Su hijo es la palabra de Dios. Says in these last days. Porque en estos últimos días. He's spoken to us by His Son. Nos ha hablado por su hijo. In verse three, who referring to Jesus, who being in the brightness of His glory in the express image of His person, this is Jesus. It's talking about. El cual siendo el resplandor de su gloria y la imagen misma de su sustancia, Jesús. He upholds all things by the word of His power. Dice sustenta todas las cosas con la palabra de su poder. That's the expression we want to write in that first blank there. Esa es la expresión que queremos escribir ahí en el espacio en blanco. The word of his power. La palabra de su poder. That's a title we want to give God's word to begin with here. Y ese es el título que queremos darle para empezar a la palabra de Dios. It's called the word of his power. Es llamada la palabra de su poder. In John chapter 1 we won't look at it but it says that God created all things by his word. En Juan capítulo 1 nos dice de que él ha creado todas las cosas por su palabra. And the very first thing we need to understand about the word of God. Y lo primero que tenemos que entender acerca de la palabra de Dios. Is its power. Es de que es poderosa. It's not just something written down. No es solamente algo escrito. It's living. Es viva. It has power. Tiene poder. It has creative 
power. Tiene un poder creador. It has explosive power. Tiene un poder explosivo. And that power can work in our lives. Y ese poder puede obrar en nuestra vida. God created everything that we see around us. Dios ha creado todo lo que vemos alrededor nuestro. With His word. Con su palabra. Everything. Todo. The benches you're sitting on. Aún ahí donde estás sentado. The building we're sitting in. Aún el edificio en el que estamos. The very flesh and blood, the lungs that breathe. La misma sangre y carne, los, los pulmones que respiran. They were all framed or put together by God's words. Todo fue diseñado o hecho por la palabra de Dios. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Muy difícil para el Señor. You say amen. Amen. <laughs> Nothing too hard for him. Nada es difícil para the él. The first thing we need to understand is the authority and power of his word. Lo primero que tenemos que entender es la autoridad y el poder de su palabra. Well, this just isn't a book that we toss here and there. Así que este no es un solamente un libro que podemos pasar de aquí para allá. And scriptures aren't something to be taken lightly. Esta escritura no es algo que lo vas a tomar levemente. Because the same word is eternal. Porque esta misma palabra es eterna. It may have been written down by men in years ago. Quizás fue escrita años atrás por hombres. But it's eternal. Pero es eterna. It was already before ever it was pinned on paper. It was eternal in the heavens. Aún antes de que fuera escrita en papel ya era eterna en los cielos. It's the eternal word of God. Es la palabra eterna de Dios. That's why we say it can never go out of date. Por eso es que decimos que nunca The word of God can never be old-fashioned. Nunca puede ser anticuada. The word of God is the fashion. En la palabra de Dios es es la moda de hoy. Can you say amen to that? Amen. It is the fashion. Es la moda de hoy. It is for now. Es para hoy. And forever. Y para siempre. It's the word of God. Es la palabra de Dios. When God speaks, cuando Dios habla, there's power. Hay poder. There's authority. Hay autoridad. Let's look in Psalms 29 and just get a feel for this. What the psalmist says. Vean en el Salmo 29 y tengamos un sentido de lo que el salmista dice. Psalms 29 talks about the voice. Of the Lord. Salmo 29 acerca de la voz de Dios. And I want to explain that you can call the Bible the Word of God, but I think we could also call it the voice of God. The Word is something we think of as written. But the voice. Pero la voz of God. De Dios. Remember in the Garden of Eden? Interesting that after Adam and Eve had sinned, the Bible says that they heard they, through the in the cool of the day they heard the voice of God walking through the garden. Interesante de que nos dice de que en el durante el día después que Adán y Eva habían pecado, mientras paseaban por el jardín escucharon la voz de Dios que te paseaba también por ahí. Can a voice walk? ¿Puede una voz caminar? Well, the voice of God walks. Bueno, la voz de Dios camina. The voice of God is Jesus Christ. La voz de Dios es Jesucristo. I like the way Spanish translate John chapter 1. I don't know why it doesn't use it in other places, but in John 1 it, it refers to Jesus as the verb of God. Y me gusta como en español en la traducción en español de Juan 1, no sé por qué no lo usan en otras en otras traducciones, pero que lo llaman el verbo de Dios. Yeah, and uh, in other places in the Bible, uh, it doesn't use the word verb. I don't think. Otros lugares en la Biblia no creo que usa esa expresión del verbo. But in Spanish, at least chapter one, it uses the word verb of God. Pero por lo menos en español, en el capítulo uno de Juan usa esa expresión del verbo de Dios. Verb is the action word. Y el verbo tenemos que es la palabra activa. That's what Jesus is. Eso es lo que es Jesús. And in Psalm 29, y en el Salmo 29, it says in verse two, the voice of the Lord is Upon the waters, the glory of God of glory thunders. Verse four: The voice of the Lord is powerful. Verse four: The voice of the Lord is powerful. Dice voz de Jehová con potencia. Voice, the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. 
Verse 4. Amen. Verse 5. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Verse 6. Los cedros, perdón. Uh, he makes them also to skip like a calf. Verse 6. Verse 7. The voice of the Lord divides the flames. Verse 8. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. Oh, I like verse 9. The voice of the Lord makes the hinds to calf. How many would like to uh, have some spiritual children? Right? How many would like to give birth to spiritual children for the Lord? Win some souls for the Lord. It says the voice of the Lord makes it happen. If we're not listening to the voice of the Lord, we're not going to be able to have children. Spiritual children, that is. It's the voice of the Lord that makes the hinds to calve. Hallelujah. So this this is a beautiful psalm. Talks about his voice, the power of his word. We're born again by the word of God. Water baptism is an action of obedience at the voice of the Lord. Remember when Jesus obeyed in water baptism? The voice of the Father came speaking. And baptism in the Holy Spirit is whenever the Holy Spirit begins to write the voice of the Lord upon our hearts. And there's a question at each one of these different titles of God's Word. There's a question just to ask ourselves, something to pray about. And in Isaiah 66, it talks about trembling at God's Word. He says, where is a temple you can build for me? Where is the temple you can build for me? Heaven's my throne, earth is my footstool. But this is, this is my temple. The one who trembles at my word. That's what God wants us to do. Amen. Just for a second, close your eyes. Father, I thank you for helping us to understand Padre, de gracias por ayudarnos a entender. That we need to tremble at your word. Pero necesitamos temblar a tu palabra. Lord, bring a revelation of the power and authority of your word into our lives. Trae una revelación del poder y autoridad de tu, de tu palabra en nuestra vida. Help us to understand it can create in us. Ayúdanos a entender que puede crear en nosotros. Because it's a creative power. Porque es un poder creativo. Amen. Amen. Let's look at the second one, number two, the uh, in Romans chapter 10. <clears throat> in Romans chapter 10. Here's another title we can give to God's word along the same thought. Can you find it there in verse 8? Romans 10 verse 8. What's the title we want to give God's word here? Mm-hmm. Verse 8. Chapter 
the word of faith. Es la palabra de fe. The word of faith which we preach. La palabra de fe que predicamos. And there's something unusual about God's word. Y hay algo que es inusual acerca de la palabra de Dios. It all, it's almost kind of like a paradox. Casi como una paradoja. Two opposite things that somehow fit together. Dos cosas opuestas que de alguna manera I think part of the reason is because faith itself is a mystery. Faith is not something you can decide to have or not have. It's a mystery. Once it's there, you need to hold on to it. And you need to feed it. But once it's there, you have it. Faith is a mystery. And in Romans 10 verse 17, we find that faith comes by hearing God's word. It says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing. Now this is interesting. Keep your hands here, keep your eyes or thought here on this verse and turn with me over to Hebrews chapter 4. Mantengan aquí este verso. Veamos en Hebreos capítulo 4. En Hebreos chapter 4. En Hebreos capítulo 4. Here it says just kind of like just the opposite. Aquí nos dice quizás casi lo opuesto. Here it says this in verse 2. Dice en el verso 2. Hebrews 4 verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So here we see that for God's word to work in us, we have to believe. There's another verse similar to that. Look with me. Uh, in, in first or second Thessalonians, first Thessalonians chapter 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. In verse 13. It says, For this cause we thank, thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which ye heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God. Word can only work in us when we believe. But how can it be? How can we believe unless we hear? That's what we read in Romans 10, wasn't it? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. So if we can't have faith unless we hear, how can we hear and then believe? It seems like two opposite things, doesn't it? Which one comes first? Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing God's word. And when God's word God's word comes, we need to mix it with faith. Or it won't work. Isn't that interesting? We God's faith God's word brings faith. La palabra de Dios trae fe. But when God's word comes, viene, we have to mix it with faith. Hay que con fe. <laughs> so it's an interesting paradox here. Así que una where, where we, where we uh, have 
almost two opposite ideas, but somehow they work together in a beautiful harmony. Que tenemos quizás dos ideas opuestas, pero que que de alguna manera trabaja junta, trabaja juntamente, ¿no? And it has to the secret what joins these two opposite thoughts together is this. Lo que quizás une estos dos estas dos estas dos ideas juntas no es esto. And that's our will. Y es nuestra voluntad. How many know God's giving you your own will? ¿Cuántos sabemos de que Dios nos ha dado nuestra voluntad? How many kind of wish you didn't have your own will? You wouldn't have to fight so much. ¿Cuántos no quisieran quizás tener su voluntad? No pelearían tanto. Wouldn't it be better if you didn't have your own will? If you always, you know, you're like a like a robot, you would do everything God said. You wouldn't be any disobedience at all. No sería mejor si no tuvieras tu voluntad, fueras quizás como un robot y así bueno no tenías. But God gave us. God gave us our own will. Pero Dios nos da nuestra propia voluntad. Our will to choose. La voluntad de escoger. Our will to decide. Nuestra voluntad de decidir. So when we first of all we must decide to want to hear the word of God. Así que primero tenemos que decidir querer oír la palabra. Because you can reject it. Porque puedes rechazarlo. Someone can come and speak to you and tell you what God's word said and you can just say no, I refuse to accept that. Alguien puede venir a hablarte, decirte lo que la palabra de Dios dice y tú puedes decir no y no la aceptas. And I think a beautiful example is this. Yo creo que un ejemplo muy muy lindo es esto. When when the disciples were in the middle of the storm. Cuando los discípulos estaban en medio de la tormenta. And they were full of fear. Jesus wasn't with them this time. Y estaban llenos de temor, no Jesús no estaba con ellos. Bible says he was on a mountain praying and it was in the middle of the night in the middle of the storm the Bible says Jesus saw them in their struggles and Jesus came walking on the water towards them and it's very interesting that it looked and Mark, when Mark tells us the story it says that Jesus was going to pass right by them and the disciples in their fear and in the middle of their problems They were afraid of Jesus. Y los discípulos en medio de su de su temor de su problema tuvieron temor de Jesús también. Now wasn't he the real answer that they were looking for? Ahora no era él la respuesta que estaban buscando. Wasn't Jesus the real answer they were looking for? No era Jesús la respuesta en verdad que estaban buscando. Of course. Sí. And then when that very answer came, y cuando esa respuesta vino, they could not receive him. No podían, no pudieron recibirla. They screamed in fear. Ellos gritaron en temor. They didn't see it as a possible solution. No lo vieron como una solución probable. They couldn't believe it was actually so. No podían creer lo que habían visto. Now Peter, uh, Jesus said, "Don't be afraid." A Jesús dice, no temáis. And then Peter responded. Y, y Pedro responde. He said, Lord, if it's you. Pedro dice, si eres tú. Lord, if this is true. Si es verdad, Señor. Then call me to come and walk on the water. Hazme venir a ti a andar por andar sobre las aguas. Now did Peter have ability to walk on the water? Ahora Pedro tenía la habilidad de andar en las aguas. Had Jesus taught him how to do that? Le había enseñado a Jesús cómo hacer esto. Had he learned it in school somewhere? Habría aprendido esto en la escuela. No, this is going to be a brand new thing for him. No, esto va a ser algo nuevo para Pedro. A brand new experience for him. Una experiencia nueva para él. And so he said, he saw what Jesus was doing. Así que él vio lo que Jesús estaba haciendo. He saw what the living voice of God was doing. Él vio lo que esta voz viva de Dios estaba haciendo. The living word of God was walking in the midst of that storm. Viva de Dios andaba en medio de esta tormenta. In the midst of that storm, the word of God was walking on the waves. En medio de esta tormenta, la palabra de Dios caminaba sobre las olas. And when Peter saw that, y cuando Pedro vio esto, he chose to accept it. Él escogió aceptarlo. On the condition. En la condición that the word would speak to him first. <laughs> de que la palabra le hablara le hablara primero. You see, he didn't just step out in his own faith. O sea, él no se él él, él no entró a las aguas por su propia so fe. So he said, Lord, call me. Él dijo, Señor, llámame. And I'll come. 
iré. What did Jesus say? ¿Y qué dijo Jesús? Come. Ven. Now did Peter still have the choice to come? Ahora Pedro aún tenía su voluntad de, de ir. See now the word came. La palabra vino. See Peter was doubting. Pedro estaba dudando. He wasn't sure. Is this really you? Is this not you? I'm not sure, Lord. No estaba seguro si era él o no. I'm not sure if that's really you. I, everybody else tells me it's a ghost. It's el, not really el, real. Dijo, no estoy seguro si eres tú. Todos creen que eres un fantasma. I'm not sure if that's you. Yo no estoy seguro si eres tú, Señor. But if it's you, Pero si eres tú, Señor. I have a willing heart, Lord. I have a willing heart. Yo tengo un corazón dispuesto, Señor. If it's you, si eres tú, then call me to come out. Hazme venir. In other words, what you tell me to do, I'll do. Así que lo que me digas que haga, lo haré. So the word came. Y la palabra vino. Come. Ven. Come and do what? Ven y qué? Come and walk on the water. Ven, anda sobre la agua. So the word came bringing faith. La palabra vino trayendo fe. Now Peter still had to make the choice. Ahora Pedro aún tiene que escoger. To step into water or not. Andar en las aguas o no. He could have said now, you know, I know you, I know you answered right. <laughs> y el pudo haber dicho, yo sé que me respondiste bien. I know you bien. said come and that's my decision, sé, that's what I said before. But you know, things are looking pretty messy right now. Yo sé que me ha dicho que vaya, pero las cosas se ven, no se ven muy bien ahorita. There's no uh, life savers in the, in the uh, boat here. No hay salvavidas en el bote aquí. And it doesn't look too hopeful for me right now. He could have doubted. He could have remained in the boat. But he chose to step out. The moment he stepped out, the ability to walk on water was there. The ability was not there until he stepped out. So, Faith came Así que la fe vino by the word of Jesus. Por la palabra de Jesús. But he had to mix that word Pero él tuvo que mezclar esa palabra with faith con fe to step on the water. Para andar en agua, the en moment agua. he mixed that word with faith, que él mezcló esa palabra con fe. faith first of all came because he listened. La fe primeramente vino porque él escuchó. Then he took that faith, después tomó esa fe, mixed it with God's word, la mezcló con and la palabra de Dios, out on the water, y entró en las aguas and began to walk. y empezó a andar. Amen. That's, the, that's how you put these two sides together. God's word is the word of faith. God speaks to us. It's so easy for us to say, well, that's not for me, or I just can't do that. Or, I mean, that, that's for apostles and prophets, but I'm just a little believer here. Uh, I mean, I know this promise works, and I know if I do it, it'll work, but you know, I've got to do a few things over here too and the word of God has no effect in our lives I'm going to see the difference can you see that See, we can know all the promises by heart. Podemos conocer todas las promesas de corazón. We can quote them and repeat them and memorize them. And it can bring faith. Y no puede traer fe. But we also need to mix that word with faith. O puede, o puede traer fe, pero también nosotros tenemos que mezclarla with faith. Con fe. Like Peter did. Como Pedro hizo. And step out. Y entonces andar. Because if we don't, Porque si no, then the word has no effect. La palabra no tiene efecto. Paul, Paul, in Hebrews it says that because the Israelites, it says they receive the same word that we do. En Hebreo dice de bueno que ellos también recibieron la misma palabra que nosotros hemos recibido. The Israelites received a message. Los israelitas recibieron el mensaje. Just like we are receiving Así a message. Así como nosotros hemos recibido un mensaje. But they didn't mix it with faith. Pero ellos no lo mezclaron con fe. And they, for that reason, they stayed in the wilderness. Y por esa razón 
razón permanecieron en el desierto. Gracias a Dios que aún en el desierto aún provee. He still gives manna in the desert and water in the desert. Aún ahí él da el maná, ahí nos da agua. Makes a few birds fly, fall down in front of you. Hace algunas cuantas cosas que caigan enfrente de ti. Give you some food. Te da algo de comer. But I don't want to live in the desert. Pero yo no quiero vivir en el desierto. I want to enter into that promised land. Yo quiero entrar a esa tierra prometida siempre. So we need to mix the word with faith. Tenemos que mezclar la palabra con fe. So here's the question. Esta es la pregunta entonces. Can you close your eyes and pray with me? Lord, we just ask today. Lord, we know that your word is powerful. We know your word has life. We know now, Lord, that your word brings faith with it. And even though our situation may be as impossible as trying to walk on water, help us not to be afraid of that living word that's speaking to us to do so. Help us to take those words. Mix them with faith. Lord, help us to get free from the boat. Even though the boat may be our only security, aunque la barca sea nuestra única seguridad. Aunque nuestros amigos en la barca nos llamen de vuelta. Ayúdanos a liberarnos de esa barca. Para que podamos obedecer tu palabra. La palabra de fe. Amén. Yo creo que quizás vamos a... Ahorita parar ahí para ver si en la semana que viene el Señor nos puede ayudar. And at least if whether we continue the same teaching or not, you can study that the scriptures are there, you can look up the verses yourself and fill in the blanks yourself. Ya sea que podamos continuar o no, las escrituras están ahí, aún puedes uh, escribir en un espacio blanco por ti mismo. But I I really feel in my heart that this this year of 2001, one of the paths God's God wants us to get ourselves into is into the word of God. And we better find out how to do that. Whether it's personal Bible reading, and, and, and it's not always a matter of, of simply getting into his word to receive for yourself another way of getting into God's word is being a teacher sharing it with others that's the only way it be, will become productive in our lives we can receive and receive and receive but we'll never have fruit unless we begin to share also so I think a real sincere Let's all stand if we can. I think a sincere prayer for us this afternoon. Yo creo que entonces una una oración sincera para nosotros esta tarde. Lord, what can I do? Es quizás preguntar, Señor, ¿qué hago? To get into the Bible. ¿Qué hago para adentrarme en la escritura? And to get the Bible into me. Y para que la escritura misma también se adentre en mí. And to get the Bible through my life to others. Y que a través de mi vida la escritura pueda llegar a otros. What can I do, Lord? ¿Qué hago, Señor? Amen. Father, we just thank you. Señor, te damos gracias. We thank you for your living word. Gracias por tu palabra viva. We thank you, Lord, for just speaking to our hearts. Gracias por hablar a nuestro corazón. Your word is our life. Tu palabra es nuestra vida. Your word is our bread. Tu palabra es nuestro pan. We talked about the word of power today, Lord. Hemos hablado de la palabra de tu poder. 
and the word of faith. Y la palabra de fe. Oh God, open up our understanding. Oh Señor, abre nuestro entendimiento. Help us get back into your word, Lord. Ayúdanos a volver a tu palabra. Give us a hunger for it. Danos esa, esa hambre por ella. In Jesus' name. En el nombre de Jesús. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 I have hidden your word. I have hidden your word in my heart. 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 The entrance of your word of enlightened understanding to the simple it gives. When you speak, there is light for my journey. A lamp unto my feet is your word. Is your word just to hear you speak makes me to sing your judgment such comfort they bring? Yes, Lord, I'll consider all your ways and give you all the praise. Your word abides for all eternity. I have. I have hidden your word in my heart. I have hidden your word in my heart. I have hidden your word in my heart. Father, thank you for hearing our prayer. Father, gracias por escuchar nuestra oración. And maybe it's just because we've received so much information and counsel and ideas from others around us and things around us that we've just lost hunger for your word. Lord, in this information age, we want to get our information from your word. Y quizás en esta en la edad de la información hoy que vivimos queremos recibir nuestra información de tu palabra, Señor. Bring us back to the old path. Uh, de vuelta a la senda antigua. The good path. El buen camino. Where life really is. Donde en verdad está la vida. Because the flesh profits nothing. The flesh profits nothing. La, la carne no no uh, no uh, en la carne, Señor, no beneficia para nada. But your words are spirit and life. Pero tu palabra, tus palabras son espíritu y vida. Your words are words of eternal life. Lord. Tus palabras son palabras de vida de, de, de vida eterna. Thank you for having fed us today. Y gracias por alimentarnos hoy de ella. And stirring up desire in all of our hearts. Por avivar en nosotros el deseo, Señor. To put your word in our life. 
de poner tu palabra en, nuestro, en nuestra vida y que con entusiasmo con deseo anhelemos también ver tu palabra venir a la vida de otros en el nombre precioso de Jesús Amén Salmo 119 Tu palabra he guardado Señor para no pecar contra ti Buscaré de corazón para vivir en santidad, meritando cada día en tu ley. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 Tus estatutos me hacen gozar. Tus promesas me vida me dan. Nunca me desviaré, siempre obedeceré. En tus mandamientos me deleitaré. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. He guardado, Señor. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. Tu palabra alumbra mi camino. Es luz que me dé dirección. Oh, tu palabra. Alumbra mi camino, lámpara es a mis pies, a mis pies. Tus dichos me hacen cantar, tus juicios consuelo me son. Tus sendas consideraré, alabanza te daré. Pues tus testimonios permanecerán. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 I have hidden your word in my heart. That I might not sin against you, Lord Seeking you with all my heart I will live in holiness Meditating in your statutes all day long And I have hidden your word in my heart I have hidden your word in my heart I have hidden your Your statutes have made me rejoice 
Your promises fill me with life I will never turn away For I promise to obey I'll incline my heart to listen every day I have hidden your word in my heart 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 The entrance of your word does delight in understanding to the simple it gives when you speak there is light for my journey a lamp unto my feet is your word is your word just to hear you speak makes me to sing your judgment such comfort they bring I'll consider all my ways and give you all the praise for your word abides for all eternity I have hidden your word in my heart 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 palabra alumbra mi camino es luz que me da dirección oh, tu palabra alumbra mi camino lámpara es a mis pies a mis pies tus dichos me hacen cantar tus juicios consuelo me son Andas consideraré y alabanza te daré, pues tus testimonios permanecerán. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 Palabra he guardado, Señor. Tu palabra me guardo, Señor. I have hidden your word in my heart. I have hidden your word in my heart. I have hidden your word in my heart. I have hidden your word in my heart.
it unto me according to thy word according to your promises I can stand secure carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free according to your word O Lord be it unto me Be it unto me according to thy word, according to your promises, I can stand secure, carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free, according to your word, O Lord, be it unto me, be it unto me according to thy word according to thy promises i can stand secure carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free according to your word O oh lord be it unto me you promised your blood would deliver lord we believe it's true, you promised us joy like a river, Lord, we receive it from you. These things you have spoken and you're bringing to pass, this world's disappearing, but your world will last. unto me according to your word according to your promises I can stand secure carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free according to your word O oh Lord be it unto me you prompt us to carry our sorrow Lord, we believe it's true. You promised an ending to morrows. Lord, we receive them from you. You'll be our provider in an earth revealed. The breath set you for, Lord, we have been here. thy word according to your promises I can stand secure carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free according to your word O oh Lord be it unto me go be it unto me according to your word according to your promises I can stand secure, carve upon my heart the truth that sets me free. Be it unto me, 
According to your word, O oh Lord, be it unto me. According to your word, O oh Lord, be it unto me. I'm calling out, light the fire again. Don't let my vision die. I'm calling out, light the fire again. Don't let my love grow cold I'm calling out Light the fire again Don't let my vision die I'm calling out Light the fire again I'm here to buy gold Refined in the fire Naked and poor Wretched and blind, I come, clothe me in white, so I won't be ashamed. Lord, light the fire again. Don't let my love grow cold I'm calling out Light the fire again Don't let my vision die I'm calling out Light the fire again You know my heart, my deeds I'm calling out, light the fire again I need your discipline I'm calling out, light the fire again I'm here to buy gold, refined in the fire Naked and poor, wretched and blind I come Clothe me in white So I won't be ashamed Lord, light the fire again Calling out, light the fire again. Don't let my vision die. I'm calling out, light the fire again. 
I'm falling out to light the fire again. I need your discipline. I'm calling out to light the fire again. I'm here to buy gold, refined in the fire, naked and poor, wretched and blind. I come. Clothe me in white, so I won't be ashamed. Lord, light the fire again. Lord, light the fire again. Lord, light the fire again. Lord, light the fire Make me faithful 